God bless you guys. This is Brother Raul Masonette. This podcast is brought to you by Hood Church Life Recovery Ministries right here in the city of Battle Creek. I'm here to encourage you today. I'm here to lift you up, and that's all I want to do. These podcasts are free. Obviously, I'm not asking for a thing. But the only thing that I'm asking now is that you begin to get in God's Word. As a matter of fact, without any further ado, let's get into God's Word. But before we do, let us pray. Father God, I just want to thank you. Thank you so much for allowing us to be able to have this time together that we may be able to receive from your word. I pray, Heavenly Father, that the person who is listening right now, the person you have chosen to listen to this podcast, will be able to receive it, be able to receive from your word, Heavenly Father. Not my words, your words. Let those ears um, be open and let those eyes be open to see. Let them ears be able to hear your voice and let the eyes be able to see the light of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, today we're going to be reading out of Psalms 91, and then we're going to be explaining it, okay? So let us go ahead and take our time and do this the right way, amen? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in Him I will trust. Now, I want you guys to notice that in the last podcasts, we were talking about trust, we were talking about waiting on God, and we were talking about how, you know, sometimes affliction is going to come, all right? But I want to encourage you, if you're going through, um, you know, bouts of depression, if you're still struggling with your addiction, if you are just having just a horrible day, man, this podcast is for you. Remember, The Bible is clear. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Notice how in this Psalms, the psalmist begins by letting us know that there is a place that we must dwell. Amen. To me, that secret place is the word of God. I mean, it's hiding in plain sight. Uh, The devil would never be able to figure this out. Anybody without the Holy Spirit of God is not able to receive these words. Why? Because the carnal mind is enmity against God and can't receive the things of God because they are spiritually discerned. Amen. Now notice what he is saying. He said, he who dwells in that secret place of the most high will abide under the shadow of the almighty. Have you ever been in a very, in a nice park where it's been very hot and you just are looking for a tree to get up under, you know what I mean? So that way you can enjoy the, the shade of that tree and be able to receive at least a little bit of reprieve from the elements, maybe the heat of the day. Well, the same way is with God in his word. What we need to do, we need to get close enough to him, amen, that we may be able to get under the umbrella, under the shade of this mighty oak who he, who, who is eternal in wisdom, who is eternal in strength, who gives us a reprieve from the issues and the drama and the nonsense of life. And you already know that life each and every day comes with drama. Life comes with drama. People come looking for you when you're minding your own business to bring you drama. But look, when we come to God, there is no drama. 
Notice what verse 2 says. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. I love that word. He is my fortress. It is a place where it is impregnable or it cannot be penetrated by the um, uh, attacks of the adversary. You need to know that you can run to God. A lot of us do the exact opposite. We run from God. As a matter of fact, some of us have been running from God even right now. Some of you guys listening, maybe somebody out there might be running, but I'm telling you, you need to run to him, not run from him. But in order to run to him, you all know that we must trust him first, right? And this is what he is talking about. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him, I will trust. Now, let's stop here for a quick hot second. You know this and I know this. You cannot... (laughs) I don't even know how to say this. I got to be straight up. You can't trust somebody you don't know. And if you don't know that person, how can you trust them? In order to trust somebody, you have to get to know them. A lot of us have trust issues, so that might be a little bit difficult. We barely can trust people whom we could see. How can we trust a God that we can't see? This is why faith is so important. This is why really putting our our thinking cap on because you don't check your brain out at the door as soon as you start having faith. As a matter of fact, you need your brain in order to begin to develop this faith. Amen. And faith come by hearing and hearing of the word of God. And remember with, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. But those that come to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Now, I have to go back to the word and notice what it says in verse 3. Surely, and by the way, we're back in Psalms 91, verse 3 now. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. Well, let me go ahead and try to explain this one. It's really not that hard. They're just little funny words, but they mean a lot. Now, what he is basically trying to say, if you would allow me to paraphrase it, is that God is going to look out for you, man. You you don't got to run around worrying about what's going to end up happening to you. There ain't going to be no sickness that is going to be able to devour you. There ain't going to be no um, uh, spirit of torment that is going to be able to attack you. And, And I'm not trying to say, now let's get this straight. I'm not trying to say that these things are not able to happen, that you're not going to get sick. I'm just telling you that in your sickness, you still are going to be an overcomer. Notice what he says. Surely he shall deliver you, amen, from the perilous pestilence or from the fowler, from the snare of the fowler and the perilous pestilence. Listen, man, the fowler is 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 um is a person that, that likes to trap things, amen? The enemy wants to trap you. He wants to keep you distracted, trapped. He wants to keep you in a disarray with your mind going in circles. The enemy is 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 there only for one thing to kill steal and destroy verse 4 he shall cover you with his feathers and underneath his wings you shall take refuge his truth shall be your shield and buckler you shall not be afraid of the terror by night nor the arrow that flies by day now listen guys we are in a war 
And this is why we need this shelter of the Most High. This is why we need this fortress who is our God. This is why we need the word of God, which is our sword. This is why we need, amen, the body of Christ to be able to stand strong and look out for one another. This ain't something that we do alone, amen. This is something that we need to do, amen, together. But also, it's not just corporately. It's something that you do individually. You have to be able to take your own self to the spiritual gym, amen, to that secret place where nobody else knows, nobody can see you doing this. This is just you and God. You getting inside of the word. You drinking from this brook of life, amen. And I like it, man. I like to just tell you straight up. I like to tell you, man, go ahead and get in the word. Ain't nobody going to be able to feed you better than God. Amen. We depend on the ministers. True. We depend on podcasts. All right. We depend on some YouTube channels that are cool and interesting. But when are you going to open up the word of God yourself and begin to read it and ask God like, Lord, you say you are you are my fortress. You say you are my God. You say that I should trust you. You say that you are my deliverer. You say that you will deliver me from the snare of the fowler, from the perilous pestilence. You say that I can take cover underneath the feathers of your wings. Hallelujah. You say all of these things. You say that your truth shall be my shield and buckler. You have to be able to talk to God in this way. And remind yourself that you need his word. Amen. We talked about it, man. Faith is important, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to ever happen until you or me decide that we're going to go ahead and take God's word serious. Amen. To the level to. uh, How can I say this? We need to take it serious to the same level of seriousness that you take it. That's the same level that your faith is going to grow. Amen. Verse five. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrows that fly by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in the darkness, nor of the destruction that lays awake at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousands at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Amen. Only with your eyes shall you see or shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. A lot of people always tripping about what such and such did, right? Well, what about homeboy, man? Why does he always get to have it his way? Why does he always get away with murder? Guess what, guys? No one is ever going to be able to stand before the presence of the living God, amen, and be able to, you know, you know, think that they're going to be slick, right? All of the things that we have done in this earth, the things that we have said, the things that we are doing, the things that we are thinking, all of it is recorded. So think about what I'm telling you. If somebody has done you dirty and somebody did you wrong, amen, let that stuff go, man. That's not something you want to hold on to because there is a righteous judge whom has all of this in record and people are going to have to deal with that on that day, amen. Back to verse 8. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place, no evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. 
Ye shall tread upon the lion and on the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You shall trample on the foot. Hallelujah. I love that. Everything that is ferocious, everything that is poisonous in your life, you have authority over these things. When you make the Lord the most high, amen, your dwelling place, when you come to him with a sincere heart, when you truly and trustfully um, depend on him and, and, and rely upon his word, when you lean upon this everlasting staff, when, when you feel like you can't make it, all you got to do is just run to the word, run to that secret place. Like I keep saying, it's hiding in plain sight, man. A lot of you guys have your Bibles, man, and it's they they sitting up in a coffee cover someplace, man, dusty. And you need to just dust that thing off, man, and get back in the way you used to, amen. Go back, man. Go back to God. Go back to his word. Begin to trust him. He is there for you. He wants to bless you. He wants you to trample on all of those things that are ferocious and poisonous in your life. You don't have to continue to live in afraid of the um, the darkness that comes, man. All of those um, traps of the adversary that you keep falling into. You don't have to continue to live that way. Amen. Verse 13. It says, you shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent, you shall trample on the foot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. Hallelujah, I love that. I will set him high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him with long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. You know, there's nothing in this world that satisfies. Not really. The only one who satisfies is the Lord. And I could tell you, you know, and I'm sure most of you already know. You know, the things in this world leave you empty. But God keeps you full. He that comes to him. He that comes to him ends up enjoying life to the fullest you don't just get to have a new life you get to enjoy it to the fullest does it come with trials and tribulations of course it does but tell me of a person's life who doesn't have trials or tribulations this is why the psalms is so important because it talks about that there is a place that you and i can run to there is a someone who wants to um cover us and have us underneath his covering Amen. Who wants to bless you, who wants to heal you, who wants to restore you, who wants to give you a new way of living, a new outlook in life, a new mind, a new walk, a new talk. God wants to bless you. But a lot of the times we're going to go ahead and turn our back on him just because things are difficult. You know, I heard it today. It was a cool little saying. Hopefully I don't get it too I don't massacre it too much, but it talked about, um, and I'm going to try to paraphrase it. It talked about that it's not that the gospel has been tried and found wanting. It's actually that they have known the gospel to be difficult. Amen? So they no longer try it or want it. I'm trying to tell you right now, yes, it, it can be a little bit rough. It can be a little bit tough, but isn't life rough and tough already as it is? Why not just come to God? The gospel, the good news is this, that you get to have a place, a room in the house of the Lord. 
And, and he left so that that way you and I could be able to enter into the mansions that he has for us. God wants to bless you. But the cool part about this whole thing is that you get to enjoy it while you're down here. You get to have authority and jurisdiction in the kingdom of God over the kingdom of darkness while you are down here. And yes, it might be a little bit rough at first because you know what? When you begin to follow God, it seems like all hell's going to break through. But you know what? Pray to the Lord that you endure to the end. Pray to him and call upon him with a sincere heart and watch him continue to be your fortress. May the Lord bless you. Brother Raul Masonette signing out. Hood Church Life Recovery Ministry Podcast. Peace.